podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. That was the famous picture. Hi everybody, it's Chris here from the Gallagate Shots YouTube channel. Just to let you know, as always, this podcast is now part of the 90 Minute Football Network and proudly sponsored by www.pt-4-u.co.uk. Enjoy the episode. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel for post-match patter. Arsenal 2, Newcastle United 0. Mark, your first post-match patter of the season. It is, yes. I think people must be thinking me and you just live here. I know, whenever we are with the nah. So, we'll probably go around about 20, 30 minutes on this one uh, for everybody who is watching. And it will go out as audio as well. So, if you do happen to be doing anything and you disappear halfway through, you can listen back. Mark, so Eddie's how he, he's tested negative for COVID. Is he regretting that now? <laughs> well, at least he's uh, at least he's now seen firsthand the uh, the story of Newcastle United, the highs and lows yeah. of, of Newcastle United. So not that there was many highs, like to be fair. Yeah. So so a couple of changes going into the game. Obviously, Debravka came back, which is the main talking yeah. point yeah. for us right now. It's something for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> That in fact probably longer so since the, the second Debravka is fit. I know me and you and, and everybody else linked with the channel all want Debravka back in the mm-hmm. squad, despite how well Dolo is playing at times. And it proved today that how the, the dominance Martin Debravka has really, and and how how relaxed I feel as a football fan while he's there between the sticks compared to yeah. how on edge I am when yeah. Dolo's there. I know we did lose the goal, the, the game two 0 but. There was moments in that game which highlights the fact why Dubravka is your number one goalkeeper. Oh, absolutely. He, he just commanded his area a hell of a lot better. Like from from the off, like any time the ball was coming in the box, like particularly from corners where he was getting placed under a lot of pressure. He, they had like three or four of their players like, in front of him, kind of trying to block him from the ball. Um, and he still, you know, brought himself out and out jumped and, and caught. And that's what I, I like to see. Whereas from Darlow, you see that he's a bit more hesitant to do that, or if he does, he doesn't seem to have as a bigger leap, and he and he'll punch it clear. Whereas Darlow was coming in, coming and taking it, and taking it quite confidently, which is which is always good to see. And what you want from your goalkeeper is confidence. Yeah, that that point blank save as well. Oh, great save! Yeah. Absolutely fantastic yeah. save. Something which we're Debravka has been quite renowned for. Those sort of last minute. It's just instinctive, isn't it? With yeah. Debravka, really is, and. How the follow-up didn't go in the goal, Jesus Christ! That's that's not how I look, isn't it? Like in a position like that, he's 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 literally got the goal goal gap, and I think it was a player on the on the near post. I think it was Richie kind of coming coming across, but he's got to hit the target there, doesn't he? It's a massive, massive miss that mm. one. But but what a, what a save! Like to just as you say, a reaction from it, and then it just falls nicely to him, and you think, oh, he's just gonna he's just gonna tap it in, but. Thankfully, he didn't have his shooting boots on at that point. You've got the save from the free kick as well. That's another moment that stands out. Yeah. I know it wasn't in the corner, but it was a decent free kick, and Debravka does well, not just to save it, but to clear it 
away from goal yeah. as well. Um, something which once again with with Dollar, we've seen him drop those balls and, and obviously just lands at the the person in the six yard box and we're obviously punished for it. Um, it was nice to see his starting position because that's something that we've criticized we've criticized him for yeah. in the past, particularly on free kicks. But I think it was it was just far enough out where it it allows him to have a good look at it, but equally from a from, from an attacking point of view, it gives them enough space to get it up and over the wall, which is obviously what they did. But obviously he's dived across it at full uh, full length and and tipped it away nicely. So a good another good save, but a, probably a comfortable one, mm. you would think. Yeah, the other players that came in, I don't think they really did anything in the game. Well, actually, uh, Emil Kraft. Is is he is he a footballer? Or is, he, is it just the fact that he's getting played in this weird right wing back? No, he was obviously right in the centre-back right, right position. Well, I don't know, because like, we actually started off as a 4-3-3. We did, but then... We right back, didn't we? And but, then we were getting absolutely tormented down Fraser that right-hand that, that wing yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Richie dropped the other Well... In fact, God knows how many people are playing in that position at one point. It, it, it actually Fraser was playing left wing back at one point. Yeah, when Richard after went half off, time, yeah, it's it just seemed a bit all over the place in that defensive back line. And and I, at times I was thinking, I don't really know what's happening. It gets back to the point of where is Fernandez? I, I know right if if well obviously Jason Tindall was interviewed and apparently said he's a great professional. Blah yeah. blah blah, bigging him up. But what's gone on there? Like, why isn't he even featuring on the it's, bench? It's strange, isn't it? You just... Like, if something's happened, come out and tell me what's happened, yeah. then it stops the likes of me and you sitting here and pissing and moaning about it. Well, you thought it was something, obviously, at the at the end of Bruce's tenure and then um, it, when Graham Jones took over and he just totally took him out of out of any, any sort of distance from the squad. He just, he was left out completely and then... He's, he's then came in. He was on the bench a couple of times, but he just he just doesn't seem anywhere near it. I think for one of the games, um, he didn't even name him on the bench. Jones did he? He came out and said, "There's no point doing it because he wouldn't be bringing him on." Be bringing him yeah. on. So, but it's it's just weird because he is the as an out and out defender. He's the best defender that we've we've got at the club. It's not just us that sit here and say it. There's you know it's all over social media. Whenever anybody talks about the defense, there's a there's a real kind of lack of understanding as to why Fernandez isn't getting in that team. It's it uh, it's just one of those those big mysteries. He's obviously fit. Mm. Um so they can't can't say it's that there's I don't know whether they don't like him in the position, they don't think he's comfortable on the ball, but when you when you're playing Clark in there ahead of him, I know obviously like I assumed they were playing him because he's a left footer and they wanted him at the left side of the of the three in the center, but when you're going back to a flat back four, it's it makes no sense not not to have him in there. Mm. It's I don't think he, I know Lascelles picked up the, the booking as well, so he's yeah. gonna be missing yeah. their next game against Norwich, thankfully. Um I still wouldn't be surprised if you don't see Fernandez there either. It's crazy if you like you you, you probably expect them to bring bring Clark in, don't you? But I know. God, that that gives me nightmares. Clark and Cher alongside each other in the the centre of defence. I just I, I don't I don't understand it, and, and I'm absolutely baffled by it. I really am. And somebody else who's going to be missing is Richie. Richie, yeah. So Richie got another yellow card, and that'll take Richie out with that left wing back position yep. as well. It'll probably give Lewis a chance there. Well, it's a strange one, isn't it? Club. Yeah, it's it's strange because even even the commentary team during the game when they were talking about the fact that he was going to be um like Richie was going to be suspended, 
they then started talking about Paul Dummett and that they would have problems filling in the in the left back position. So so even them have forgotten about Jamal Lewis and the mm-hmm. fact that he, he still plays for the club. But it's it's just an odd one. It's 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 one of those where he's he's literally going to be the only option unless you're playing somebody out of position. I know we've seen Mankiel go and play at left back a couple of I times. We've seen Kraft play left back as well. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's he, Surely, surely he has to come back in for that one. As you've just said, against his old team, he's going to have something to prove there. But why, why isn't he getting anywhere near the the teams? Like not not just under um, under obviously the new management, he was he was completely isolated and left out, you know, by by Bruce. And we were all on the impression that there had been some sort of fallout between Fernandez and the coach and stuff, the previous mm-hmm. coach and managerial staff. And you think, right, clean slate, but then nothing changes. Over the last couple of games, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm. It's, a, it's a head scratcher, like, isn't it? And it's something, something must have happened behind the scenes. But you just, you be. don't, you don't see Fetty as being that kind of person to fall out with people. Like, yes, you, yes, he'll tell the truth and and be quite, you know, open with his um, his comments and stuff like that. But you cannot, you, you cannot imagine him saying anything like out of order or anything that's. Like controversial or something like that. So if if anything, maybe it was something with Jones. But then you would have thought, obviously, when the new guys have came in, that they'd they'd kind of look at that have and a have clean, a clean, you know, a clean bill of health and just say, right, we'll we'll go from there and see see what it is. But it's almost as if as if they don't want to put him in either. Which I, I just I just don't and understand. We're not, we're not exactly blaming the, the current coach and stuff because it might be something that yeah. that Fetty has done. It, it could have been. Will we ever find out? Obviously, it'll be a big tell. If obviously that we need game that mole, don't we? We need the mole <laughs> to tell back. what's going we need on. The mole back, but it's it's going to speak volumes if the t- the game on Tuesday comes around and Fetty is still nowhere to be seen. He not even making the bench. Come. It surely has to be Fernandez and Lewis in for that, doesn't it? You would hope so. God. <laughs> You would hope so. So the the game itself, mate. First half, I, I thought th- there was glimpses of us um, looking like an improved team. Yep. Obviously, nowhere near the, the standard that we saw against Brentford because yes, we were playing Brentford, and today we were playing Arsenal. Arsenal, completely different beast mm-hmm. to what Brentford are. Um, but I wasn't pissed off or, or annoyed by that first half performance. We had a chance. Shelby had a couple of great strikes yep. in the first half. Ramsdale pulled off a fantastic save to tip it onto the ball. Then not long after, Shelby goes and drills one across the deck as well. Those short shots are normally if that's against us where it takes a huge deflection and ends up in the back of the net. And I thought, Shelby, once again, I would probably give Shelby man of the match today. He had two or three nice chances from outside the box, and he, which, he, which he took you know, sweetly and caught them nice. We've seen plenty of times where they've gone flying over the bar mm. or, or a mile wide, but he got all of them. Like was it their left back that had oh, a dozen shots yeah, every single one every, of them over? Every one of them. But uh, yeah, he's um, on a, on an offensive point of view. He, he was he was looking, you know, what, what you'd want from him, getting on there, hitting those balls. The amount of times where it was just coming out of the box and he was just running onto it. You, you're just waiting for one of those flying into the back of the, back of the net. But um, I think we're, we started off with a with a plan just to be quite solid, compact, difficult to break down, and then hit them on the on the counter attack. Um, and, and we did that pr- for probably the first 30, 35 minutes, mm. and then um, it was a real step change from Arsenal in the last kind of ten minutes of the first half. We were, we were hanging on a little bit. Um, we did have to adapt with, with formation as I as I mentioned because we did start off with a four three three. 
um, which allowed them to have a lot of space down their left, down our right-hand side, where Kraft was was at times had two or three players over on him. Mm. So Fraser was, was then dropping back in. And then eventually it got to a point where he then started playing right right in a in a five, um, which then took went to like a bit of a, a five two three, and then sometimes a five three two, depending on on how we were going. But that change kind of just then made we're a, a little bit a little bit of defunct of anything going forward. It from, seems from that point. And you mentioned this before we started recording. The second half comes along, and it seemed like the the Newcastle of previous yeah. managerials yeah. and coaches. It seemed like you said that all the things that were heard in the first training video of Eddie Howe saying, don't stand still, yeah. move for the ball, look for the ball, pass and move. There was none of it. We just reverted to type, didn't we? We reverted back to the Newcastle that we've seen for the last two or three seasons with that that lack of lack of movement, people standing still, not wanting to get on the ball, not when we do have the ball, not being able to keep a hold of it or move it quickly. Um, we, were, we were losing it very, very cheaply. Um, when we Even when we we're trying to keep a hold of the ball, kind of particularly along the back five, Arsenal were just really pressing. We were putting one under a lot of pressure, um, which then, again, as we've seen in the past, it resorted to we then hitting, hitting longer balls to try and get, get us out of, the, of, of where we'd, we'd been just... hemmed in. We seem to be getting deeper and deeper as well yeah. as that second yeah. half went on. There was one point where Wilson was the only one up top, and, and it frustrated because this is how it used to be. Yeah. This is where you've got Shelby, and Shelby played such a crucial role in last week's game against Brentford because he was playing in between the likes of defensive midfield. Yeah. He was given Shaw the opportunity to come out with the ball. Then obviously Shelby could have just done what he does best and finding the passes there. But today it was as the second half went on, Shelby was dropping back into that centre centre back position, really where where the centre back should be picking the ball up, and from there giving it a Saint. Saint, to be fair, Saint second half he, he did try a couple of runs, which which came to nothing. But I thought even Saint today he just he, was he just wasn't involved. Way, like yeah, he, he just tried. Yeah. He did try his best, but it, it's one of those games where it doesn't matter how hard you try, and if everybody else isn't pulling the weight as well, you're yeah. not going to get very far up the field. That's a, it. Was just one of the, it's. It's the type of games where we do we do see him go missing. But to be fair to him, he wasn't he wasn't the only one, and I don't want to single single him out for that. But and it wasn't like a sulk; it was like just no, it's just, just an anonymous the, performance. It, it was one of those ones where he wasn't getting the ball when he was getting them. It wasn't in positions that that he was able to do what he likes to do, which is run at play run at players. It was in areas where he was surrounded by people and stuff like that. It wasn't probably until maybe the last 10 minutes, something mm. like that, where he, he started getting a, li- a little bit more space and stuff like that. Um, obviously, we made some changes in the second half with with Richie going off and um, Fraser. No. Joe. Joe going Joe off. off. And we brought uh, Murphy. Murphy went in at the, the right wing back and then Miggy. Fraser moved across to the left wing back and M- Miggy was in midfield, which then allowed us to actually have somebody that would pick up the ball and run. Almiron looked, looked quite lively when yeah. he came on, some, something which we, we know uh, Almiron does when he comes on the field, and he did look quite lively at times. And I, I don't think... <laughs> we sit here, and obviously we're looking at the negatives, but I don't think the game passed were by up until probably around about the 60th minute, and, and that's when it's we're just... Seems as it was backs against the wall again. I thought in that first half, then, then we've got opportunities there to, to go on. Yeah. Um, what I wanted to mention, though, was... There was three penalty decisions. None of them were given. Not obviously not all for us. Um, 
and the penalties where VR looked at them and decided not to to obviously award the penalty afterwards. But then in the same breath, there's a lot of people coming out on social media and saying if the penalties had been given, then VR aren't overturned those. They're going to give those penalties yeah. as well. And I thought that there was two. So there was one on Callum Wilson. Yep. And the one on Almiron, which was outside of the box. That wasn't a penalty. Just outside of the box. I thought the referee had an absolute of a shock. He was today. absolutely awful. Whistle happy. He, he, he's, he was the absolute definition of a homer. Like he gave us absolutely nothing and he gave them everything. He was he was looking to constantly interrupt the game. Any anytime he could blow the whistle and give them a free kick, he would. Anything where there was a half a challenge on us, there was nothing. It, it was only where it was a, a full blown foul that he would he'd blow up and, and give it to us. But there was loads of times where I'm I'm thinking that's a foul mm. and he's just let 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 the game play on and and stuff like that. And I mean I, I shared it after the game. It was that clip of the Everton fan shouting, yeah. you're shocking Atwell, you're yeah. terrible Atwell. Ironically, it wasn't him, but gee, I mean, Atwell today was absolutely horrific. And, and I think that the, probably the one which annoyed me the most, the one which VR did look at, was the, the foul on Fabian Shea in the that box. Corner where, at the, at the yeah, from the corner. That was the one I thought that that's... We got one given against us not long yeah. ago. Yeah. For some, I think I think it was Lascelles. Was just dragging somebody all over. I think I might be wrong, but I'm sure it was the cells. It would have been. Yeah. That was the cells, <laughs> it? Was, yeah. Um, very, very similar. I know the ball wasn't landing anywhere near Fabian Shea, but he's still it's getting, still, yeah, still it, getting dragged back in the box. And and to me, that's probably a penalty. Yeah, that that was the one. Kind of looking at them, that I'm thinking that's that's a one where you could you could give it. There was a there was a shout for a, a handball. Which admittedly I shouted for at the time, but then it's harsh, seeing it yeah. back, you, you're never getting that because he's he's slid and it bounced up and hit his arm behind him. Um, there was that one from the corner, which I think it was the Wilson one. He, I, I think, mean, I think the, I'm the in defender, two lines with it. Well, the defender, I think he does go in for the shoulder board, yeah. but from behind, yeah, it's it's a very aggressive shoulder board, isn't it? Mm. He's not he's not leaning on him. He's not just trying to, you know, kind of. To, like put put a bit of pressure on him. He's gone in there to give him a give him a shove, albeit as the 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 official on after the game has said he's it, it's shoulder to shoulder, therefore it's legal. But he's the only there's only the ref and and him that said that. All of the pundits were in agreement that they they thought that it was a foul. The fact of where the the, the ball was, it, it's kind of coming to Wilson to take it on his on his chest and get it. The ball's not there to be won or anything like that. And He's he's coming from behind them. Wilson's in front of them, so I don't know. But within the letter of the law, it's shoulder to shoulder. If but, it's given, though, that's not getting turned back. If VR are going to look at that and go, it's not a penalty. Yeah. they're going to give that all day long. Yeah, it's it's an aggressive movement in the box that's caused caused Wilson to fall over. And good. Now, equally, if that's happening at the other end, you're, you're saying, well, it's shoulder to shoulder. He's he's mm. just stronger, but. I don't which, know. That's that's why I'm in, which I'm in two minds with it. So Lascelles went and shoulder barred somebody in the face. <laughs> he was just a bit shorter. Just a bit taller. <laughs> that's, is that what we're putting that down? Yeah, yeah. Height difference. But that that's what I mean. Though. There was opportunities for penalty shouts, not just, well, majority were for Newcastle, two or three. Then obviously you've got the one with Lascelles just guys and um, it's a goal scorer, isn't it? That yeah. gets. Um, because he gets him and looking back, he does clatter him with those shoulders. He does. Um, but for me, the, the the Wilson one, you can see it go either way. Oh, but the Fabian Sher one for me, it that that that's the one for me as well. Yeah. 
it, it has to be a penalty. They, they said that they're going to stop this from from being in the Premier League, the likes of shirt pulling and stuff like that. And clearly, it's not the case. Yeah. No, and I mean there, there was there was even times where it was like free kicks not being give, given, where it was the same kind of thing where they've got handfuls of shirts and stuff like that, and he was he just wasn't having any of it. I mean, there was one that a, a free kick where we we went through. And it comes to Mickey on the on the edge of the box, and he's just wiped out by two of two of them. Nothing, not a thing. And they go down the other end and have a chance. And it's like, what? I think Willick does one as well. Willick's running through a halfway, and he tries to dodge a challenge, and he jumps over them. Shot was Willick. He tries to jump over them. Then they just pick the ball up and go yeah. away. How him? How well? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you, you you have days like that. I mean, before the game. I'm I'm not expecting to get anything out of it. In in all honesty, the the amount of times we've gone. gone gone down to Arsenal and, and we've struggled. Um, how many times, as, as we said the other night, have we we're gone there and lost three or four nil? Yeah. If if Bruce is still at the club and we're playing in, in that, that game today, we're losing that easily by by that margin. So the, for me, there was a lot more a lot more fight and stuff like that, albeit in the second half. We it's didn't, flat, wasn't it? Yeah. We, we, as I say, reverted, reverted to the old Newcastle that we don't want to see. Did everything that that Eddie Howe's, you know, told them not to do, but it's it, it's going to take time to get them out of those habits. Um, and the results which we've seen there today, and and once again, it just proves how massive these next two home games are for huge, us. Absolutely, Norwich huge. and Burnley coming up, and our, our WhatsApp group just to give you a little bit of insight that there's not many optimistic people in there. Everybody, well, I think majority of people now are thinking, shit, like we're pretty fucked here. Um, I still think, personally, I still think we can get out of it. I, I do, but it's all relying on the next two games for me. The next two games are are huge. I mean, you, you're looking at them. I, I I said before this this kind of run of four games that we had before Brentford is that you, you're going into that and you you want a minimum of seven points. Mm. Um, I honestly thought we would beat beat Brentford. And Norwich, and then the Burnley one would be where we were maybe picking up a picking up a point. So we have to get six points out of these out of these next two games because if we don't, we are it, it pains us to see it, but we are in the mire yeah. if we don't. Pick and up and you, you've got the usual pundits coming out now saying that that Newcastle are wrong to sack Steve Bruce because Eddie Howe isn't the man to to get these these players uh, the best out of these players and. Honestly, I'm telling you this now, don't entertain it. Like they're doing it for a reaction. They're doing it for fuck people that call into well, their radio shows and well, shit Robbie, like that. Robbie Savage even commented and said it, after it's called final score or whatever that came on after the game, um, almost defending Bruce and and having a go at the players. And then in one breath he's like saying Eddie Eddie Howe's not the man to get them out of that. And then he's saying, but Bruce would have. They're a pair of bellends, so, man. But, but he was blaming the players two two seconds ago. So wait, what is it? Yeah, it's you, honestly the the, the pair, those two are a pair of bellends, like the really are, and they only do it for a reaction. And unfortunately, I know it's hard not to bite sometimes, but this is what they want. This is how they get interaction on social media. It's it's not because the the good pundits or anything like that. They just do it similar to like like what talk sport do. Yeah. So there's no shock that they've got their own radio show as well. Never mind the the, the BT stuff. Um, but for me, mate, we we go into that game on Tuesday now, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm shitting myself for that game now. Yeah, I mean, 
that, that's Nick Kovic has changed massively. Yeah, that's that's their they're going into that pre-match and they're saying, look, this this is a huge game for for Newcastle. They have to win this because we're sitting bottom of bottom of the table. They're, they're just going to want to to kind of frustrate us, make us, um, you know, try and get the crowd to turn. Whether or not that'll happen, I don't know because obviously it's going to be Eddie Howe's first home game. He's going to be there in the dugout. So we we all seen, you know, that the impact of that, albeit he wasn't there at the weekend. So I'd hope that that would be the case come come Tuesday night. It's always a special atmosphere underneath the floodlights anyway. Hopefully it's not like it is today with the bloody snow and wind and all sorts. But uh, Hopefully it's like the last match under the floodlights against Norwich. Yeah. Where Mitrovic and Dwight Gale had an absolute blind in the last 10 minutes. I don't want to go down ah. like... <laughs> go, I'd rather yeah. just like win just by win four it. rather yeah. than have go through have all of claw that. Back. Yeah, but uh, yeah. It's, it is. It's a, a massive, massive game. We'll have to try and maximise and... and and go at that, and, and and we will look. We as as much as we kind of, you know, try to be more compact and hit them on the break. We at least, certainly in the first half, at least tried to take the game to to them a little bit, where rather than being completely passive. And and I think we'll we'll see more of what we did against Brentford on on Tuesday night. Yeah, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed me because because it's a huge game that just keeps on getting bigger and bigger as the days go by. It really is. Um, it's that 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 monkey on your back, isn't it? Is we need to get our first our first win, mm. and until we get those first three points on on the board, it's always going to be that. That's the thing. But, yeah. And hey, what's to say that after after picking that up, is we don't get that bit of confidence and go on a little bit of a run? Mm. Right. So we will be back on Monday night. For the Orbis Final Face podcast with Bestie and Decker. There'll be plenty of stuff coming this week um, because obviously we've got that Norwich game on Tuesday. Uh, then it is the Burnley one on Saturday. All right. Yep. So straight into the Burnley games for two back to back home games there. Um, huge week for Newcastle United. Massive week for the club. We'll just have to sit here and fingers crossed that we've, we've got enough to get all six points because we need all six points. Yeah, absolutely. We can't be picking up any more draws in in those next two games. It has to be all six. It's it's not the end of the world if we can if we get four points, but it, it's it's what you've got to be after. And, and it's a and that, minimum of four, isn't yeah, it? That that that's what he's going to be saying is look, we've got to go out there and we've got to look to win the game. But it, it's not the end of the world if we we have to get we have to win one of those games. And on on paper, Norwich is is that game where you you would hope that we could we could do it. Mm. But it's it's not all negative. There was some positives from the game. Another decent performance by John Joe. Debravka's back in there. Obviously, we're going to have a chance to see hopefully Lewis at left back. Yeah. Wilson didn't get booked as well. I Wilson didn't was, get booked. Yeah, yeah. so he's he's going to be available, um, which which is is a positive because Gale's obviously out injured, so we wouldn't have had a, a recognised striker. We're going to have to go through all this again on on Tuesday night, hoping that Wilson doesn't get booked as well, though. Yeah. For the Burnley game, yeah, we need to work out when that one's going to when it drops. Halfway through the season, halfway through the season, so it's going to be. So maybe I don't know, maybe a tactical one where he uh, against Burnley picks up a booking because when we've got what Man City and yeah. Chelsea, not, not that great after that, so. not great. Hence, why it's more important yeah. to get these six points in the bag now. And um, thanks everybody for tuning in tonight. Me and Mark are out to go and see the keys. Yes, viva la Kiers. Viva la Kiers. See us all later. We're out to tackle the winds. Stay safe. Don't leave the house like us too. <laughs> Get the fire on. Get the drinks in. 
See you later. Get changed and get on the piss. Howie! <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network.